Welcome to King's Place Podcasts. I'm Helen Wallace and I'm joined today by Shirley Smart, an improvising cellist extraordinaire. And she's the brain behind the Beyond Cello programme for London Cello Society. She'll be coming along to the Beyond Cello Day on the 12th of March at King's Place, which is part of Cello Unwrapped. So welcome, Shirley. Can you tell us a little bit about what we were just hearing there? Yeah, good morning, Helen. It's lovely to be here. Um, we've just heard a little bit of a tune called Marokai, um, which is recorded with my band Melange. Um, and I, I wrote the tune for the band. Um, the band actually grew out of um, a long time that I spent living in Jerusalem. And while I was there, I got really involved with um, North African music, Middle Eastern music, Turkish music, because they all kind of cross over in that part of the world. Um, and I ended up just doing a lot of different different bands and I really loved playing it so when I came back to London I've collected a very cosmopolitan band of musicians and we now are called Melange and that was one of our, our pieces that we play in the repertoire. How has how has that come about through I mean have you been so influenced by by instrumental textures like the oud and the guitar? Yeah very much so. Has, I that, think. has that influenced the way you actually play the cello now? Yes um, I think even before I started getting involved with Middle Eastern music and before I went to the Middle East I was very interested in jazz um, and I remember when I was at the Guildhall school, I trained at the Guildhall a, a long time ago now, um, but I was, I was fascinated by the noises coming out the basement, which obviously was the jazz department. Um, and I, I never had the chance to, to go and study or play much jazz at that point, but I was very interested in, I always thought the cello was, could work fantastically in that sort of context as well, and I just sort of heard it that way. Um, I think now that is beginning to really develop. I've thought for a long time it's a very underdeveloped instrument, but now there are people exploring it in many different ways, which is great, because yes. it's so versatile. You can use it as a bass instrument, you can use it, as you've just said, like a guitar or an oud, and you can imitate those sounds as well. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, it strikes me that often in jazz, the violin has been quite prominent, and the double bass obviously is, is sort of yeah. integral to jazz. But somehow that middle range, that tenor range, has been in the shadows. Yeah, and I, I think there's probably a very simple reason for that is that the violin is smaller and travels more easily. Yes. I think it's used in a lot of world music traditions as well as jazz. Obviously, mm. there's a huge gypsy jazz tradition, um, but also in, in Middle Eastern music and Arabic music, they use the violin a lot. Mm. Indian music is, is also a very central role for the violin, and the cello just hasn't travelled as easily, and I think that's largely to do with its size, maybe. It's just a theory yes. that I have. Um, to my mind, there's nothing you can do on the violin that you can't do on the cello. I didn't ever really intend to get involved with Middle Eastern music and I was playing, I think the way it happened was I was playing in a bar in Jerusalem, the name of which I don't remember offhand, but I was playing in Schubert String Trios and I think what is the last <laughs> classical gig I ever did with some friends who were also who were teaching um, for the Palestinian Conservatory of Music in Ramallah and we sort of hooked up. Yes. So we were playing Schubert String Trios and in the break there was this very dubious looking character sort of lurking at the back and he came up to me in the break and said, you, do you want to play some Moroccan jazz? And I sort of looked at him and thought, I 
have no idea what that is. Um, I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. So I went off with him after the gig and basically joined what was this slightly chaotic but very, very good 10-piece Moroccan jazz band. And through that band, I also met a lot of, of other musicians in different traditions. So there was an oud player in the band as well. There was an, an Arabic oud player. So obviously through that, I started playing yes. with him. And it just sort of snowballed and networked. And did you then develop a sort of language and a syntax for, for that music, which yes. you now bring to your own? Yeah, band? I think so. I, I mean, I played it for quite a long time. And obviously at the beginning also I found, hang on a minute, I don't quite fit because the timing's all different and the mm. tuning, obviously the scales, Middle Eastern scales is all very different. And you become very aware of that when, it, when, you're, when you're put in that context and you play differently. But I think just through a long time of doing it and playing with a lot of different bands, you, you find subconsciously, I think, that you, ad you adapt and adjust. So I did end up with, yeah, realising I was playing the instrument very, very differently. Mm -hmm. When you come to Cello Unwrapped, you're going to be working with a guitarist in one of your sets aren't yes you? so presumably then you can yeah we can we can use that it. yeah and peter peter is um very very well informed musician as well and he actually knows he's studied and knows middle eastern music as well so he's quite capable of bending his notes on the guitar as well he, he does actually play a lot of the turkish scales especially um but yeah beyond cello i'll probably come with with two different groups because there's two concerts during that day the afternoon concert will be um, cellist from, I think he's Dutch, Ernst Reisiger. Yes. Yes. Um, he's going to do a solo set, which I'm really looking forward to hearing. Yes, um, he's an extraordinary composer. Yeah, yes. I've yes. heard a bit of his stuff on YouTube. It looks amazing. So mm. that's going to be a lot of fun and a great a real contrast to the kind of stuff that I do. Yes. Um, I'm coming in the afternoon with my, tri my trio, which will be John Crawford on piano. He's a great jazz pianist and Demi Garcia-Sabat on percussion. Um, and that set will probably be quite a mixture of a bit of a, a synthesis of jazz, free improvisation and some of the influences that I have with Melange, mm. with the world music as well. So I've, I've tried with that group. And in the evening, Peter, Peter Michaels will be coming with me on guitar. He's my guitarist in Melange and we'll probably be doing some of the Melange repertoire, yes. possibly a bit of gypsy jazz. Great. We'll that's, that sounds fantastic. I, mean, I just want you to take yourself back to Ramallah because you mentioned that you taught at the Edward Side Conservatory. Yes, I and did. I'm really interested because obviously you now teach at the Royal College of yeah. Music. How are those, how, how, how different are the people that you're dealing with there? Where, what are they bringing to their playing and, and their aspirations? To start with, I was actually teaching two of the cello professors who wanted some extra help as well. Um, so I was sort of teaching them, teaching them teaching skills as yes. well as cello. And then I started teaching a lot of the smaller students, which was very interesting because I had to teach them in Arabic because they didn't speak much English. We did quite a few workshops in refugee camps as well, mm. which obviously is a very different thing to one-on-one -on -one cello teaching. Yes. So I did do quite a range of activities. In fact, there was one, yeah. one story which kind of highlighted the situation in the Middle East to me completely. We were doing a, a workshop in Shafat, which is on the edge of East Jerusalem, mm. going into Ramallah. And they didn't have any instruments, so we were doing clapping and singing and yes. a little bit. And we showed them the violins and things. And then this little boy got this bag of things out and put them all in a row. And he basically, it was a bag of AK-47 shells that he'd saved yes. from the area around him. And he'd made a little xylophone out of them and was hitting them <laughs> with spoons. And he showed us, he was so proud of this. And I mean, yes. it finished me off completely. But that was a very, very moving thing. And obviously the, the context that people are learning in there is very, very different. Um, I mean, it's essential, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's getting back yeah. to the absolute basics of... 
It's certainly in the in the refugee camps. Yes, it is, and and daily life for everybody in the West Bank is mm. very very difficult. So I think music brings brings something to that to that as well. Um, and people also sometimes said it's nice it's nice just to do something joyful mm. as well. So I think it has that that quality and that capacity for them as well. Um, some people ended up using learning Western classical music. Some people preferred also to use that and take it into Arabic music, into yes. traditional music. There was quite a lot of interaction and a lot of fusion going on as well, which is very mm. interesting. running these workshops on the 12th of March. Yes. Um, how, how do you just start a, a bunch of cellists off who, who don't know what to expect? And... <laughs> uh, quite often, actually, I would I start with just a very simple call and response thing. Mm. So we all start a groove together as a group. I will mm. play a phrase and ask someone just to respond to me. You don't have to copy what I played, but mm. just think of your own phrase. I do quite a lot of learning tunes by ear because obviously a lot of, a lot of um, improvising is based on ear training yes. as well and being able to I think the main thing is being able to pre-hear what you're going to play yes, and, yes, and make a sure. decision of what you're going to play as well, which is the, the factor that you don't have when you play composed music because the notes are decided for yes. you. And to be confident yeah. of exactly what you're going to be. Yeah, and also to learn the fact that you will play some very strange sounding things and you will make mistakes <laughs> yes. and it's completely part and parcel of the process. So, you know, learning that, that process and being more and more aware of what you do play and sort of getting honing that process. But mm. a lot of it is about thinking and being aware of how you're thinking when you're playing I think and presumably listening to others yeah around you. totally yeah Tran- transcribing other people if mm. you hear somebody doing something you like and you know copy it yes and figure out yeah. what they're doing but I think when you learn it by ear and you take it by ear it's a completely different way of learning mm. so beyond cello can I just clarify that mm. you run a beyond cello course for all comers yeah or, I mean presumably sort of re- reasonably it's mostly for grade, grade seven or eight or and above yes um so is this the sort of thing you might be doing on the day when people can come for a taster of that course? Yes, the the day on the 12th of March is basically a whole day celebrating the, the work that we're doing. I'll be doing one which will be probably focused mostly around the Middle Eastern music and talking about some of the things we've just been speaking about on developing practice strategies yes. for improvising because that's something people ask me about a lot. Okay, mm-hmm. I think Kate Short is also going to do something. I think hers is going to focus largely on bass lines, make slap funk bass lines, which she does yes. Kate marvelously Short well. A, a brilliant comic and chest. Yes, so that yeah. has a great set that for the will evening. Be an extremely amusing workshop, yes. <laughs> very lively, and then we. We also have Hannah Marshall coming, who is a great free improviser. And I think that Ivan Hussey is coming. Can you tell us something about him? Yeah, Ivan is also going to be doing a workshop in the morning. Um, I don't, I'm not that familiar with Ivan's work, but I understand his group Cello Man is very is lovely. Actually, I have heard a bit of that stuff, and I think that's very groove-based, North African um, influences, jazz influences. And I, I, from what I understand from his workshop, he was going to be looking at different techniques. I think he'll be playing in the evening concert where everyone will be doing a very short 10, 12 minute set. So there'll be a whole variety of people doing very different things in the evening as well. So it sounds really exciting. And we've also arranged for the British um, Violin Making Association to be 
in the building that day. Oh, great. To bring new cellos and all sorts of instruments to show to, show to people in bows. Oh, fantastic. Um, so it's going to be, have a real buzz in the building, mm. uh, I imagine. I'm hoping. Mm. And for more information, uh, go to www.kingsplace.co.uk forward slash cello. And Shirley, thank you so much for coming in. That's been really fascinating. Thank you.